And welcome to the Voice of the Cape 91.3 this afternoon. And I'm Aslam Qasim with you. And uh, inshallah, what a splendid day. Hope you're enjoying it thoroughly with your family and your loved ones. Without further ado, we have our beloved Sheikh with us once again. That's our beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. And uh, here to share some nasiha with us for this afternoon, inshallah. Sheikh, welcome to our program once again. Assalamualaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah and how are you today? Alhamdulillah, Sheikh. Very, very well, Alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. Uh, it's a beautiful day, so inshallah. Inshallah. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Indeed we can, Sheikh. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidin Mursaleen wa Imamil Muttaqeen. Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbish rahli sadri wa yassir li amri wa ahlul uqadatan min lisan yafqa qawli. اللهم يا الله لا تكلني إلى نفسي طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك My beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and beloved and honorable youth and children and dear listeners I greet you with universal greetings of love and peace and honor, respect, understanding and tolerance and mercy Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh It is indeed once again a great honor and a privilege for me to be with you in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms, in your vehicles, or wherever you are here in South Africa or any part of the world. And we thank Allah for this great ni'mah that I'm sitting here in the studio and you can listen to me wherever you are. Subhanallah. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continuously. Let me remind you, my dear listeners, that our beloved Nabi Muhammad says in the hadith, Man salla alayya salatan, Man salla alayya min ummati salatan mukhlisan min qalbihi, sallallahu alayya bi ashran, wa rafa'ahu biha ashran, ashra darajat, wa kataba lahu biha ashra hasanat, wa maha anhu biha ashra sayyat. Allahu Akbar. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Whosoever Put salah on me from my ummah, mukhlisan min qalbihi, sincerely from his heart. He feels he wants to put salawat on Rasulullah, out of love for Rasulullah, out of respect for Rasulullah. The Nabi Muhammad says, then Allah will put ten salawat. You just put one salah on Rasulullah, Allah will put ten salawat on you. And Allah will raise you ten darajat. And Allah will write down for you as if you've done 10 good deeds. And Allah will wipe out 10 of your sins. My dear listeners, I'm, I'm, I'm advising you and myself first of all, and I'm begging from you to adopt the beautiful and respectable attitude of Sayyidina Abu Huraira in listening to the words of Rasulullah Sayyidina Abu Huraira says, uh, even if I've listened a thousand times to a hadith of Rasulullah I make as if it is the first time that I'm listening to the words of Rasulullah. In other words, with love, 
and with honor and with appreciation and respect. So we've heard this hadith, but we, we, we are so excited to listen to it again. Ya salam. So once again, any person that put one salah on Rasulullah sallam, then Allah will put ten salawat from Allah on you. And Allah will raise you ten darajat. And Allah will write down for you as if you've done ten good deeds. And Allah will wipe out ten of your sins. The meaning of the hadith is also, if you put a hundred salawat on Rasulullah every day, then Allah will put a thousand salawat from Allah on you every day. How fortunate and how lucky are those people who not only believe in these words, but they put it into practice. How fortunate are they? Allahu Akbar. So inshallah, Jabhat Muslimin, this is a beautiful country and a beautiful city of Cape Town. And the more people put salawat on Rasulullah, the more Allah will bless this beautiful city of Cape Town, inshallah. So please join me. We're going to say three times salawat from, sincerely from our heart, inshallah. Salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad, Allah. Umma Muhammadin al-Nabil Ummi Wa'ala Alihi Wa sahbihi Wa sallim Allahumma Salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabil Ummi Wa'ala I'm saying Allahu Akbar because can you imagine how many uh, salawat and mercy from Allah has descended upon us immediately after putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad So please make use of this opportunity whenever you are in your house, in your mutaka, wherever you are Always make sure that you put salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad Then your place, your house, where your workplace will be blessed with a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear beloved ones, uh, we, we are still busy with our topic, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. What's the meaning of to, to negotiate? It means to discuss as a family, as husband and wife, it means to work out or to bring about ways how you will make your marriage a very successful marriage, inshallah. How you will make your family, you and your wife, you and your husband and your children and your grandchildren, a successful and a great family that will build up a legacy that Allah will be proud of the day of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Allahu Akbar. So my dear beloved ones, we live in a time when families or some families or people, uh, their life are filled with distress, filled with sufferings, sadness, problems, 
difficulties, financial problems, hardship and so forth. And the obvious question is, what do we do? Because we can't stay in this uh, uh, difficulties and problems. They, there must be a way out. Who do we consult? Who do we run to? Allahu Akbar. And the answer is, you run to Allah. Fafirru ilallah. Run to Allah. Flee to Allah. Allah is asking the question in Surah Shura. Amittakhadu min duni awliya. Do they take others besides Allah as they protect us and help us and oversee us? And then Allah says, Fallahu huwal wali. And Allah, He is the, the wali. Allah is your wali. Each one of us, Allah is your wali. What's the meaning of wali? Allah is your protector. Allah is your overseer. Allah is your helper. And there's no greater and a more wonderful and a more amazing helper and overseer and protector than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fallahu wal wali. Wa huwa yuhil mawta. And Allah is going to resurrect Allah is going to bring alive again the dead the day of Qiyamah. And listen to this. وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ And ye Allah has got power over all things. So what does this mean? I specifically selected this ayah to, 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 to relate to you when one of the great scholars in our time was in Cape Town, Habib Omar from Yemen Hadramaut, he says that this ayah, we mustn't take it in this, in this form. Fallahu wal wali, wa huwa yuhul mawta, wa huwa ala kulishin qadir. Allah is the wali, Allah is the protector, and the overseer, and Allah will bring people back to life of Qiyamah, and Allah has got power over. No, he says, you must say it in this way and this spirit. Fallahu huwa al wali, Allah is the protector. And Allah is the helper And Allah will bring alive everybody the day of Qiyamah And Allah, He, Allah has got power over all things And that is so crucial That is such a crucial statement, Jamaat Muslimin Because maybe we are taking Allah, Allah's ayat in the first tone that I've said uh, Allah is the protector and Allah will bring alive And Allah has got power over all things Jamaat Muslimin, so we come back to the question who do we consult? And I want to share with you again and remind you that the proper adapt, the appropriate manners and behavior, behavior towards Allah and Allah's Rasul is to never to do anything until Allah and His Rasul have issued directives. And Allah says to us, Allah gives us this lesson in Surah Al-Hujurat. We know that Surah Al-Hujurat is all about teaching us manners, and behavior and the proper adab. And the very first instruction in this surah, Allah says, Ya iwaladina amanu, la tuqaddimu bayna yadahillahi wa rasulihi wa taqullah, inna Allah sami'un alim. Oh, you believe? Never proceed. No, never proceed ahead of Allah and Allah's Rasul. Never do anything or comment on anything until Allah and His Rasul have issued directives. Yeah, that is the adab. So if you need to know something, you first need to, to run to Allah and then to Allah's Rasul for directives and guidance. And then Allah says, Fear Allah and be conscious of Allah and fear Allah. For, for verily Allah is all hearing 
and all knowing whatever you say, whatever comment you make, when you are in problems, Allah is all hearing and Allah is all knowing. On that note, inshallah, let us go for an ad break and when we come back, we'll allow our beloved Sheikh to continue. Welcome back to our program We're on the voice of the Cape 91.3 And we're negotiating pathways To a successful marriage With our beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel This afternoon And uh, do stay tuned Remember if you want to download These uh, programs or these nasiha You can go to the VOC website And uh, you can scroll down Until you reach the Ono And uh, that's where you can download it As a podcast inshallah Shukran Mawlana My dear listeners And my dear brothers and sisters That are experiencing distress and problems and difficulties and whatever it is so let us go to the Quran we we are asking who do I consult so that I can uh, get out of these problems and distress and difficulties and we are advising you that you first you first go to Allah you first go to the Quran you first hear what Allah says and recently I heard from a scholar the following and I would love to share it with you and and this is the spirit of this life if you've heard something you share it with others you don't keep it for yourself this alim says surah duha surah duha is most probably the most amazing surah to remove all your distress and your sadness and your worries. So let us listen to Surah Al-Duha. Ba'da'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wal-duha wal-layni idha saja ma wadda'aka rabbuka wa ma qala walal-akhiratu khayrun laka minal-ula walasawfa yu'tika rabbuka fatarda أَلَمْ يَجِدَكَ يَتِيمًا فَآوَى وَوَجَدَكَ ضَالًّا فَهَدَى وَوَجَدَكَ عَائِلًا فَأَغْنَى فَأَمَّا الْيَتِيمَ فَلَا تَقْهَرْ وَأَمَّا السَّائِلَ فَلَا تَنْهَرْ وَأَمَّا بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ فَحَدِّثْ so this alim explains, he says that Allah says at the beginning of the surah, Wadduha, Allah sumba by the by the light of the day, the light of each and every day, saying to us, after the darkness of the night, it's not there's not always going to be darkness. There's not always going to be difficulty and distress. The light will come. Allahu Akbar. Wadduha. وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا سَجَى And Allah swears by the night when it settles. The pitch darkness of the light, the night. That there will be time that you will settle down. This alim also says that people with distress, they don't sleep at night. They sleep at daytime and that is wrong. The night you must settle down and you must rest peacefully. And remember 
that the, 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 tomorrow morning will come. Wa in tala leil al is the an wu lank the ochen mut kum the yapan kum. Allahu akbar. And then Allah says, Ma wadaaka rabbuka wa ma qala. Now before we can translate that part of the ayah, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallam was worried. He was in distress. Why? Because for six months Allah didn't reveal any ayah of the Holy Quran. And that was so long. And the Nabi Muhammad was worried. What happened? Does Allah dislike me? And then Allah says, Your Rabb Allah has neither forsaken you, nor does He dislike you. Allah hasn't forsaken you. The Quran is the guidance for the whole Ummah. If you are in difficulty, my dear brother and my dear sister, Allah hasn't forsaken you. Allah doesn't dislike you. Allah loves you. Allah is always there for you. And then Allah says, وَلَلْآخِرَةُ خَيْرُ لَكَ مِنَ الْأُولَى And the Akhirah is certainly, most definitely, much better than this world. This world is a world of difficulties and problems. But the Akhirah will be much better for you. And listen to the following, my dear listeners. وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْتِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى And very soon, Allah is going to give you massive rewards. That will, that will please you. Very soon Allah will give you the Jannah. And then the scholar that I've listened to said, Oh Muslims, very soon Allah will relieve you of all your problems. Very soon Allah will give you happiness. Very soon, oh Muslims, Allah will give you the Jannah. Yeah, and then he said, Isn't this the most beautiful thing to say to a person in distress? In suffering, in pain, in sadness, in difficulties. Isn't this the best and the most beautiful thing to say to him? Very soon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you happiness. Very soon Allah is going to grant you success. Very soon Allah is going to grant you victory. Ya yeah, salam. And then Allah says, Alam yajidaka yatiman fa'awa. Did he, Allah, not find you as an orphan, Ya Rasulullah? And he looked after you. Imagine our beloved Nabi was not born yet. And Allah took his father away. Allahu Akbar. And at six years old, at the tender age of six years old, Allah took the mother of our beloved Nabi Muhammad away. Allahu Akbar. And who was there with the Nabi Muhammad Ummu Ayman. Her name was Baraka. Allahu Akbar. Her name was Barakah. And she hold the Nabi Muhammad. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad was crying. Imagine a young boy hasn't, he hasn't got a father, he hasn't seen his father. And at a tender age of six years old, his mother died. And the Nabi cried. And Barakah was there to hold the Nabi Muhammad. And listen to the beautiful words of a six, years, six year old. The Nabi Muhammad said to Barakah, Anti Ummi. Ummi. You are now my mother after my mother. Allahu Akbar. So Allah says, Did it, did, didn't Allah find you as an orphan? And Allah looked after you. Now how many of us, Alhamdulillah, we were small boys and small girls and Allah looked after us. Allah has protected us. And did he, Allah, not find you uninformed about the Sharia of Islam 
And then Allah showed you the way. Now how many of us were misguided and Allah has guided us? Allahu Akbar. How many of us didn't make salah, but Alhamdulillah Allah has guided us? We are performing five times salah a day, per day. How many of us, we were doing wrong things, but Allah has guided us, and Allah has accepted us, and welcomed us? And did Allah asking these questions in Surah Al-Duha? Did He not find you poor and make you wealthy? Allahu Akbar. Now we ask the question, what was the wealth of our beloved Nabi Muhammad The Nabi had nothing in his house. Allahu Akbar. Sayyidina Umar anhu, the great Amir al-Mu'mineen, of which we as the majority of the, of the Ummah respect and honor, and have got great admiration right around the world. And we thank Allah for that, that we are not of those people who curse Sayyidina Umar anhu, Because those people will stand in front of Allah accountable and answerable for, for disrespecting and cursing the Amir Mu'minin Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab. In fact, if we hear the stories of Sayyidina Umar, most of us, we cry out of respect and honor and love. So one day Sayyidina Umar anhu came into the house of the Nabi Muhammad and he saw the marks on the side of Rasulullah after the Nabi Muhammad had his afternoon nap. And Sayyidina Umar cried and he said, Ya Rasulullah, the kings of Rome, and, of Rome and the kings of Persia, they slap up the sachste van kweye, and you are the best creation of Allah. The Nabi Muhammad had a sachte kapat gehad nie, the Nabi had slap up a ritamat. And the Nabi Muhammad said to him, Ya Umar, at a shukku ya Umar, twifel ji Umar, are you doubting? Hada lahum fi dunya wa lana fi akhirah. This is for them in this world, but for us in the Akhirah. But this was the Nabi Muhammad. The Nabi had no wealth. So what was the wealth that Allah is speaking about? Some of the ulama of tafsir say that the wealth that Allah is speaking here about the Nabi Muhammad wasalam, is the, the wealth of satisfaction. Allahu Akbar. The Nabi Muhammad was always satisfied. Whatever the condition was, he was always satisfied, and that is the truth, that is wealth, that is richness. To always be satisfied with the condition that you find in yourself. You don't complain. We are known as the Ummah of Alhamdulillah. If you are in an ICU, in the hospital, and somebody comes to visit you, and he asks you, how are you my sister, how are you my brother, how are you my uncle or my aunt, and you are able to speak, what will be the first word? Alhamdulillah. I thank Allah. Allah Akbar. We are known as the Ummah of Alhamdulillah. If somebody finds you, wherever, and he asks you, my dear brother, how are you? My dear sister, how are you? And you've got nothing. You've got no money. You don't say, it's very difficult. The first word we say is, Alhamdulillah. Allah Akbar. That is the richness. Of being satisfied. That was the richness of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. The richness of Rasulullah was also the Nabi had the best of character. Allah says in the Quran, azim. O Prophet of Allah, you are above and beyond the best of character. What is the meaning of this ayah? What is the secret of the meaning of this ayah? Once again, I learned this from our Honorable Allama Habib Umar that Allah says, Allah doesn't say that you are 
You have the best of character. Allah says, you are beyond and above the best of character. That was the richness of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. And we will also be wealthy and rich if we have the best of character. In fact, the Nabi Muhammad says, that the people closest to me on the day of Qiyamah, Rasulullah will be in the highest Jannah. The people closest and nearest to me are those people who had the best of character. And I was thinking, Jamaat al-Muslimin, how the richness of Rasulullah, the wealth of Rasulullah. Imagine, since the time of Rasulullah, millions and millions of people have put salawat, and up till today, salawat, salutations on our beloved Nabi Muhammad And the billions of malaika putting salawat on Rasulullah every day. And beyond everybody, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put salawat and our beloved Nabi Muhammad So we must learn Jamaat Muslimin. Every day we can learn and every day we can improve. We can also be wealthy. We've just said earlier, we've, we started this program. If you and me, my dear sister or brother, put salawat and Rasulullah, a hundred salawat, then Allah put a thousand salawat on you every day. Imagine you put two hundred salawat and Rasulullah every day. Allah put two thousand salawat. On you every day. And if you count it for years, it goes into millions. How rich will you be? Allahu Akbar. And then Allah says, <coughs> This alim says to us, this is, this is more antidotes and remedies for distress. <coughs> so do not be harsh to the orphan. Treat them with love and respect and honor and mercy. Allahu Akbar. Do not be harsh, says Allah, with the orphan. Remember that he or she has got no one. But you have your parents, you, or you had your parents for a long time. But this poor orphan hasn't got a mother to run to, or a father to run. In some cases, there are children that have lost their mothers and their fathers. So Allah is saying to us, and guiding us, and that was, this will remove your distress and your worries and your pain and your sufferings, don't be harsh to the orphan. And do not scold the beggar. So those people who are asking and coming to your house to beg and asking for food, don't refuse them or don't scold them, says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahu Akbar. These are important lessons. These are the, these are the words from Allah and guidance and nur from Allah. Treat the beggars with honor and respect. If you don't have, say to them a beautiful word according to the Quran. And if you give them, give it with love and respect. You know, I mean, say that Aisha Ummul Mu'mineen. She used to put her hand on, 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 you know, under the, the beggar. And then she was asked, why do you always do that? She said, that, didn't you hear that the Nabi Muhammad says, Al yadul ulya khayru min al sufla. The, the hand above is better. So the hand of the beggar is better than me. So that's why I put my Subhan, look at the understanding. Allahu Akbar. So what was mean? And then to conclude this ayah, Allah says, And as of the favors of Allah, talk about the favors of Allah. 
talk about Allah has given me Alhamdulillah health and Allah has given me this and Allah has given me that and Allah has given me Alhamdulillah a good family, a good mother, a good father, good children, a good wife, a good husband. Allah has given me Alhamdulillah uh, I can, I, I'm able to hear, I'm able to speak, I'm able to taste the food. I'm mentioning this, the taste of the food. I went to visit a dear sister now the other day and she was crying. And she said, Sheikh, I'm not crying because I'm, 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 I'm dissatisfied with my sickness. I'm unable to eat and I'm unable to taste the food now. And that is why I'm crying out of, of, out of thankfulness to Allah that Allah has given me a long time that I could have tasted the food. And I'm just realizing the value of to be able to taste. <laughs> Speak <clears throat> and talk about the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jamaat Muslimin, mouth. Allah is so good for us. And please learn from this great uh, uh, Imam, Imam Sufyan al Thawri, one of the great scholars of Islam. He says, I won't replace Allah for anyone, not even for my parents. Because Allah loves me more than my parents. Allah Akbar. Let me repeat that. I won't replace Allah for anyone. Not even for my parents. Because Allah loves me more than my parents. Yes, inshallah. We uh, can just take a quick break and inshallah we uh, will be back after this. We were given so many prizes We changed the desert into oasis We built buildings of different lengths and sizes And we felt so very satisfied We bought and bought and couldn't stop buying We gave charity to the poor cause we couldn't stand the crying We thought we'd pay our dues but in fact some soothing sounds to get you into this lovely afternoon and uh, the splendor of Cape Town. Such a beautiful and amazing place indeed it is. And uh, I just want to uh, go through a SMS here and uh, some of the people, I think this is from a Nova Park, Sheikh. They say, Shukran Sheikh A. Sadiq and Shukran uh, Sheikh E. Gabriel, Sheikh Riyad Ismail, Raja. Uh, many of us is thankful for our painted houses. Also, Khairu Kaji, you're the best, and Zainu. Uh, the cost as well. So, saying shukran to Sheikh them for the painted houses that they that they have, and uh, just another SMS that says, uh, "Assalam, Sheikh Ibrahim, the most beloved by all the parents and the beloved children. The way Sheikh interact with all the communities, no matter in which area, always giving nasiha. Uh, example being the importance of salah. Alhamdulillah, may Allah always protect Sheikh and all the ulama. Inshallah, Amin. Assalam from Auntie Jessie there of Gudud as well." We say shukran to, uh, to both mothers for this beautiful uh, uh, comments and du'as. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, accept all these du'as, inshallah. And my dear beloved ones, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us. And what an honor that we were created by Allah, the Almighty, the most merciful, the most kind, the most generous, the most powerful, the most wise. And Allah Most High didn't leave us alone, my dear listeners. Allah is with us. Allah but what an amazing ayah. Allah says, and he Allah is with you wherever you are. And Allah, Allah's guidance is with us wherever we are. 
Allah sent us the greatest book, the Quran. Allah sent us the greatest Nabi, Allah has given us a complete way of life. And then Allah says to us, So my dear listeners, once again, today we're speaking about how do we get out of our difficulties, our problems, our worries, our sadness, our discomfort, all our problems. This is, this is the nature of this life. It's not every day, every day going to be honey. No, the, the Arab says, يَوْمٌ asal wa يَوْمٌ basal." One day it's honey, and the other day it's onions. It's not always going to be honey. This, there are always going to be problems. And that is why the Nabi Muhammad advised us that don't look uh, uh, to, to the people above you. Means what bitter offers than ye. Look at those people uh, you know, uh, that are worse off than you. Don't think that you are the, the, the worst of. No, there are people worse of than you, says the Nabi Muhammad. So, Jamaat Muslimin, again, we are asking how do we get out of these hardships and difficulties and problems and worries? And the answer, once again, is in the Holy Quran. Allah hasn't left us alone in this world. Allah is with us, and Allah's guidance is with us, and Allah's nur is with us. Allah says in Surah An-Nur, Allah is the nur of the samawat and the earth. Allah's nur is always there. We just need to go and take it and make use of it. So listen to this nur in the Quran. Allah says, Whoever fears Allah, whoever do what Allah has commanded him to do, and he stay away from the things that Allah has prohibited him to do. Allah will make Allah will make a way out for you. An exit. An escape of all your problems and all your difficulties. Now once again, Jamaat Muslimin, let me quickly take you again to what we've said earlier. We, we, mustn't, we mustn't read this ayah in this tone. Whosoever fear Allah, Allah will make a way out for you and Allah will, will grant you rizq. No, we must in this, in this mode and this spirit, whosoever fear Allah, Allah says, Allah will make a way out for you. Allah will make an exit for you out of all your difficulties. And Allah will provide for you from sources that you have never expected to rece- receive provisions from Allah. But listen to what Allah says. وَيَرْزُقُهُ You have got financial difficulties. But because of your fear of Allah, you don't do anything haram. You stay away from haram. For example, uh, uh, you know, uh, I quickly think about uh, sometimes a person is in difficulty. And then, then he, he finally after five years or ten years, he, he got a job. And when he got to the, to the interview, they said to him, look, I, we know that you're a Muslim. But at this company, we, we, you can't go to Jumu'ah. You can't go to Jumu'ah. What are you going to do? You go to this ayah, وَمَن يَتَّقِ Whosoever fears Allah, Allah will make a way out for you and Allah will give you rizq. Allah will give you provision and sustenance from an area and sources that you've never expected. But how can you say now to this? To the one that interviews you, no, it's no problem. It's, uh, I, I, it's, it's, if you say that I don't go to Juma, I don't go to Juma. No, Jamaat Muslim, the principle in your life, in my life is, لا طاعة لمخلوق 
في معصية الخالق. You don't obey a creation of Allah. The person that is interviewing you is a creation of Allah, whether Muslim or non-Muslim. You don't obey the creation of Allah in the disobedience of the Creator. So you tell him, if I can't go to Jumu'ah, then you can keep your job. Give it to somebody else. That is the answer. If somebody comes to you, you are struggling, you've got financial difficulties, and just about them, your 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 hut, very the duck, the duck so it costs about five days and run, seven days and run, and somebody comes here with a truck full, and say, "Buta or Titi, he's a luck for Titi. The yellow lot is five days and run for Titi." What are you gonna say? Lie off? No, you say no, no. I'm sorry. I I fear Allah. I fear Allah. That's a key word in our life. That's a word that the Nabi Muhammad says. One of the people that will stand under the arsh of Allah, under the shade of the arsh of Allah, is a, a man that was invited by one of the most beautiful women in this world. Never ever will anybody refuse her. And not only see the, one of the most beautiful women and most attractive women, she's a woman of high status. And this Muslim, ordinary Muslim man says to her, Inni Allah, I fear Allah. I'm not interested in you. Now that person that fears Allah, listen to what Allah says. Allah will make a way out for you. Out of all your difficulties. And Allah will give you rizq. Allah will provide you from sources that you've never expected. Allahu Akbar. And listen to this. And Allah is sufficient to solve all your problems for the one who trusts Him. For the one that is convinced that only Allah can assist me. Allah Akbar. You know what Muslim? You know, uh, you know uh, 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 really, I, I'm saying to you and to me, we must really make more time for the Quran. Then all our problems will be solved. We won't have so much anxiety. And what is? Listen to listen to again what Allah says. And Allah is sufficient to so, to solve all your problems for the one who trusts Him, for the one who is convinced that only Allah can assist him. Allah Akbar. And then Allah says, "Inna Allah baalihu amrihi." Allah certainly brings all his affairs to completion as he wills Allah. And Allah has set a measure for everything. What does this mean? Things happen when he Allah decides. Things can only happen when Allah decides for it to happen. And a person who trusts in Allah knows that Allah will solve his problems. And Allah decides the time when it is right for him, for his problems to be solved. Allah decides. Allahu Akbar. So what does mean? Once again I want to ask you, what was the wealth and the richness of our beloved Nabi Muhammad The wealth of Rasulullah was that the Nabi Muhammad was always satisfied with what Allah has decided for the Nabi Muhammad the Nabi Ali said to some a person came and he said, Ya Rasulullah, ask Allah to give me a lot of money. So the Nabi Muhammad said to him, Don't you don't you want to be like your Nabi? One day I've 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 got enough food for my stomach and I thank Allah. 
And the other day I've got no food And then I Allah. I plead to Allah I speak to Allah Tadarra means not just make, making dua By the way Tadarra ilallah means I go out of my way I stretch out Ya Allah Provide for me Ya Allah provide for me The Nabi Muhammad says Ajaban li amri mu'min Amazing is the life of a believer If something good, hap- something good happens to him Then he thanks Allah He praises Allah and, and, and in the time of difficulty he, he, he has got patience He's satisfied Allah Akbar He persevere That is the life The, the amazing life Of, 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 a, of a Muslim Sister Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Shabbat Muslimin In conclusion We make dua That Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Must grant us in, to, 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 And to relieve us Of all our difficulties And problems We want to say to Our beloved Brothers and sisters Husbands and wives all your difficulties will be removed. Soon Allah will relieve you of all your problems. After difficulty is welcome, says Allah. And Allah repeats it again. After difficulty is welcome, says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So hold on there. Your, 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 your relief and, and the way your problems will be resolved, your answers are in the Quran and one of the answers we've made clear today you fear Allah and Allah will give you sustenance and Allah will give you rizq and Allah will make a way out for you out of all your problems in conclusion we just want to make dua for our beloved brother Ashraf Arifdin of uh, artistic aluminium uh, it is sad for us that we've heard that he, he was in an accident and died and he was a lovely person, and we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him a high place in Jannah. The voice of the cable keep informing you about the time. But we want to say to his wife and his family that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put sabr in, on your hearts, inshallah. We also want to make dua for our auntie, Auntie Soraya Simons. She's not so well that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant, uh, grant her a quick recovery, inshallah. And we also want to make a special dua for a special person, our beloved auntie, Auntie Asa Martin. It was a birthday in the week. Make, make dua for Auntie Asa that Allah must grant her khair and barakah. And may Allah subhanahu wa grant her all her wishes in this world and akhirah. And also a special dua for my uh, cousin uh, Muzana. Uh, her daughter lost a, a, a baby son. Mm-hmm. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant, uh, you know, place uh, sabr in the hearts. And we once again t- want to say to her, and to all the mothers and fathers that have lost children, that these children will wait at the doors of the Jannah and they will plead to Allah and say, Ya Allah, I know that I'm going to Jannah, but I don't want to enter the Jannah unless my mother and my father are with me. So th- these are of the, of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So dear listeners, it was once again a great honor and a privilege to speak to you. I want to say to you once again, I love you all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And may Allah grant you and me that the best of our lives are going to be the best of our lives. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Shukran very much for our beloved Sheikh once again for sharing some nasiha with us this often definitely quite inspirational as always and we do appreciate that inshallah may Sheikh continue to be with us here at the voice of the Cape for many many more years to come inshallah and I know you'll keep this in your du'as as well from myself Asam Khasi Mo Timul on that side shukran very much for joining us this afternoon assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh